Shalom and welcome to another in our series of podcasts from Temple Beth Am, a dynamic center for conservative Judaism in Los Angeles. You are listening to a Yisker sermon by Rabbi Rebecca Schatz. The Yisker sermon that I'm about to share has many stories, or I shouldn't say many, has a few stories specifically relating to members of our own community and specifically stories relating to members of the community in Los Angeles, even if it's right outside of the walls of Temple Beth Am. So I, I was given permission by the families to share these stories, but I hope that you know that in sharing just these stories, that it doesn't mean that I forget or in any way am minimizing the fact that there's been much more loss in our community, just that these two stories really spoke to me in the theme of this Yisker sermon. A few weeks ago, I drove down to my happy place, to Laguna Beach, where our family has a home and where I'm just able to reset. Monday morning, I walked out onto the beach. I was the only one there, and I walked for a few minutes, but then I just sat down. I flipped through some emails and Facebook and happened upon a beautiful and a heartbreaking and an important article by Rabbanit Alyssa Thomas Newborn of B'nai David Judea. Rabbanit Alyssa shared in this article a profound type of loss, the loss of pregnancy, and particularly during COVID. A time, as she reflects, that had she not chosen to share her pain, maybe no one would have known what she was experiencing, because we're not interacting in social, casual, mundane ways during the pandemic. I sat on the beach reading this article, and all the while in awe of the waves, waves that get closer and closer as the morning passes. The powerful waves controlled by something, some force that provides life, and as Rabbanit Alyssa shared, also takes life and the potential of life away. Turning my music onto shuffle is one of the most spiritual practices I have. I let the algorithm of iTunes choose what I should be listening to, and more often than not, it is as though iTunes is reading into my heart and my mind. As I ventured out onto the beach that day, the first song to pop up was Mode Ani by Netanel Goldberg. Mode Ani Lefanecha. Grateful am I for this place, for this life, for the ability to enjoy moments in a place I have chosen to explore. I kept walking, tears in my eyes listening to this tune, and really just letting go. I came to Laguna after multiple weeks of too many deaths in our community, too many notices day after day, and for people I was close to who impacted my life and others whose families have digitally welcomed me into their homes for Shabbat services, for learning, and for spiritual community. Profound loss. And any loss in our community is devastating, but these weeks of death notice after death notice really broke my soul. The Shabbat that Lou Miller died, one of my grandparents' best friends, I was, leading Torah, I was leading the Torah service, and our head of facilities came in to share the news. I was standing right here. I was heartbroken, leading a service, seeing my grandparents' names on a screen, 
and baffled as to whether I share the news and shatter lives and ruin Shabbats or if I just keep it to myself. I kept it to myself until after my teaching that morning, which was about caring for Aaron after his sons die. I knew that the news was important and especially to put action to the teaching of caring for those who are still living and now in pain and sadness. I shared the news, I saw the faces fall, and I finished services with Lou in mind. I continued down the beach. I sat down and read Rabanita Lissa's article without music and then turned shuffle back on. Rabanita Lissa spoke of the moment before she went into the DNC procedure, standing with her husband Akiva in the waiting room, and they sang Shalom Alechem. These are her words. As my husband and I stood in the check-in area in the surgical unit, which was his last physical stop with me because of COVID rules, we personally turned to each other, to God, to the future, and to the soul of the baby we hope to one day bring back into this world. We sang Shalom Aleichem, singing each verse to our angel on this journey, wishing our baby's soul Shalom, the ability to come to us, blessing, and a peaceful exit from this physical vessel. I thought of my friend, my colleague, a mentor in many ways, and just sat on the beach watching the waves, adding to these past weeks of profound loss, yet now with a vessel of her words of Shalom Alechem. Shuffle did its magical thing again and played Nava Tehillah's Shalom Alechem. Shalom Aleichem, Aleichei HaSharit, Mahalachei Elyon, Mimelech, Malachei HaMalachim, HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Shalom, wondering what this will and could be, an entrance or an exit of relationship. Boachem, you are joining us and will hopefully enrich our lives. Barchuni, let us bless you to continue blessing us, keep you safe, guard you, and love you. And ultimately, Tzaitchem, saying goodbye to those we love, to that which we thought could be, to those who made us who we are, and now we create ourselves alone. I texted Alyssa to tell her that all of this had happened, reading the article compelled by her use of Shalom Aleichem, hearing the tune pop up randomly in my ears, and to share with her that I believe Shalom Aleichem is the perfect vessel for COVID loss. Many of us who lost loved ones and community members during this time feel emptiness between Shalom, Boachem, and Seitchem. Maybe not having the knowledge of their illness or knowing that time was racing and you should share blessings with them, or imagining there would be time with them when it was safe to hug, to be close. Obviously, not everyone who died during the past 16 months had COVID, but everyone who lost someone over the past 16 months was affected by the restraints, the rules, the boundaries that created distance and anger and profound sadness. The Shabbos following Lou Miller's death, I was about to begin, and Rabbi Kligfeld came in to share that Judy Weinstock had died. Two weeks in a row, two profound deaths for our community and personally. 
Judy was a mother to her four beloved children and an exceptional, loving partner to Alan, and both parent figure and support to many in her life. Growing up alongside her children, this news clouded my ability to focus on the joy of Shabbat. And like the week before, I paused, this time before Shacharit, to share that Judy had passed. Again, faces, many of the ones I'm looking at right now, fell and tears were shed, and I just could not stop imagining this perfect epitome of a mother who cared for us all no longer alive. And then, through my own tears, I began Shochen Ad. I know for many, Judy's death was just like this Shalom Aleichem, either not knowing she was ill or assuming that there was more time, and so the finality came with much pain. I looked up from my text to Alyssa and saw two hot pink party balloons in the shape of hearts bouncing on the water. The world around us, when we are looking, has beautiful signs of wonder, and I cannot help but think that those balloons arrived just in the perfect moment. They washed ashore, and I walked towards them, enthralled with their existence and wanting to pick them up to throw them away. I told Alyssa I had seen these balloons right after speaking to her, and we both became emotional imagining what the symbols of those hearts could be. Alyssa and the potential for a baby, Judy and Lou Miller, Judy Weinstock's family intertwined in her heart forever, all buoyant on the ever-powerful, ever-beautiful, ever-ebbing and flowing ocean of earth and life, coming and going, welcoming in and taking away, pulling in close, and losing without warning. I threw away the balloons, and as I walked back towards our cottage, the next song popped up, Nishmat Kolchai. This has been a year focused on breath, focused on the contagion of breath, the freedom to breathe as an image of God, lack of singing, and ultimately loss of life's breath. For those of you who have davened with me consistently on Shabbat during this pandemic, you know that I often stop before Nishmat to take a breath to focus our hearts, and to set us up for shacharit. My favorite teaching on nishmat came from Rabbi Aaron Alexander, who said, nishmat is recognizing that our breath is life, but also blessing just by doing it. We breathe and we are blessing. Nishmat comes right before shacharit to prepare us with that breath, to center us, to remind us to focus on that which allows us to be present and alive. Sometimes we experience relationships where saying, I love you, or I appreciate your partnership, or you bring blessing to my life is not necessary. It's just having those relationships, focusing on those breaths of life that allow for the feeling of fulfillment and the possibility of prayer. The Bengsons, who became popular at the beginning of the pandemic for their Keep Going On song, released a tune late Motzei Shabbat as I was finishing this drash called Oh My Love. It is a beautiful poem put to angelic chords of singing about grief, pregnancy loss, and parent loss. They wrote about this song in their, fo- their post on Facebook, quote, Blessing of all who made you alive. Blessings on all the life that comes through and to you, however it comes. And again, 
The tunes randomly playing in my life echo the words of my heart. This modern, secular rendition of a Yisker prayer folded into Shalom Alechem. These are some of the words of their song. Oh, my love, was it you who was just here? The empty room is ringing again. Oh, my love, I can feel when you've been near again, and I am looking around every corner, and now I'm sitting as still as I can, and I'm trying to hold myself open. Oh, won't you turn me around so I can see your face again? Shalom, boachem, tzaitchem le shalom. You are here. Now turn back around so I can be with you again. COVID loss is mapped onto Shalom Alechem. We did not know in March of 2020 that we were about to enter a year of profound loss of life, of focusing on fragility of breath and of creating new rituals around distant life cycles. Boachem le Shalom, enter into this time in peace. Barchuni le Shalom, may your presence and my relationship bless you in peace. Seitchem le Shalom, when it is time to depart, may we have the memories, the support, and the community to move through it in peace. Shalom Alechem, peace be upon all of us as we navigate these steps of life in relationship. We lost people during these past 14 months, whether our own family members or names of civilians in Israel or lists of deaths from this tragic pandemic. But as Rabbanit Alyssa and Akiva modeled for us, may we find the ways to mark the moments of relationships we did have, mark the moments of transition, and see the ways that we step forward heavily day after day. May all those who we remember today be a blessing, and may we each acknowledge for ourselves the steps in our process of Shalom Aleichem. You have been listening to another in our series of podcasts from Temple Beth Am, a dynamic center for conservative Judaism in Los Angeles. If you enjoy these podcasts, we invite you to write a review on the Apple Podcast site or wherever you get your podcasts. For more information about Temple Beth Am Los Angeles, go to tbala.org.